Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The U.S. Capitol on high alert. A very clear and present danger. House passes election reform. It could become the most significant overhaul of U.S. elections and government ethics in a generation. Welcome back to Broadway. I want people to feel completely safe when they walk in. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. There is extra security at the U.S. Capitol, and the House is not meeting in person this March 4th, the day extremist groups believe Donald Trump will retake office. Capitol Police have reported an intelligence warning about a possible follow-up attack to January's deadly riot. Correspondent Chris Van Cleve is outside the fortified perimeter. The nation's capital on high alert this morning after a federal intelligence bulletin warned a group of militia violent extremists discussed plans to take control of the U.S. Capitol and remove Democratic lawmakers on or about March 4th. We do have some concerning intelligence. That intelligence is law enforcement sensitive. We've taken immediate steps to let the National Guard as well as our workforce know what to expect. Acting Capitol Police Chief Yogananda Pittman briefed lawmakers yesterday. We know that the threats are through the roof. Facebook confirms it is monitoring efforts to attempt or coordinate actions tied to a QAnon conspiracy theory that former President Trump will rise to power today. CBS News senior national security analyst Fran Townsend says investigating domestic terrorism is more difficult than foreign terror. Americans understandably have constitutional protections, and so the FBI has to have a predicate in order to look at activity here in the U.S. That's the right thing to do, but it makes investigating all the more onerous. The House has passed a sweeping voting rights bill. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe. The For the People Act requires states to offer same-day voter registration and would automatically register all eligible voters. It also limits states' ability to purge voter rolls and would restore voting rights to felons who've completed their sentences. Democrats say the reforms would expand voting access to marginalized groups, especially minorities, and establish some national standards. Republicans say it gives too much power to the federal government to manage what are supposed to be state-run elections. And the fate of this legislation isn't likely to be good in the Senate. House Democrats have passed a police overhaul bill. Speaker Nancy Pelosi. It will take a tremendous step forward 
to stop the violence, stem the suffering, and start to build a better America. The legislation is named for George Floyd, the black man from Minneapolis who died after a police officer pressed a knee to his neck. The Senate could take up a new COVID relief bill soon after President Biden agreed to a compromise limiting eligibility for stimulus checks. The details from correspondent Nancy Cordes. Individuals making up to $75,000 would get the full amount, but then smaller checks would start to go to people making up to $80,000 a year. Married couples who make up to $150,000 will get $2,800 for a couple and then $1,400 additional for each child. Smaller checks would then go to couples making up to a combined $160,000. Republicans say that's too much. They're vowing to drag out a vote as long as they can. In his first public appearance since allegations of inappropriate conduct, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has apologized, but says he will not resign. He is promising to cooperate with a state investigation. Correspondent Jerika Duncan is in Albany. I ask the people of this state to wait for the facts from the attorney general's report before forming an opinion. That seems to be exactly what most Democratic Party leaders in New York are doing, including the state senators. I think overwhelmingly there's a sense uh, that it's, you know we should be fair about this. New York State Democratic Chair Jay Jacobs says a lot will depend on the outcome of the investigation. We don't want to look back at it at some time in the distant future and think that maybe we rushed this. Some 20 Democrats are now calling for him to step down. But with leadership taking a wait-and-see approach, the governor is holding on. I'm not going to resign. Entertainment is making a comeback in New York City. Governor Cuomo says performances at Radio City Music Hall, Lincoln Center, and Broadway theaters will all be allowed to resume April 2nd with limited audience capacity. Catherine Russell, general manager at the theater center, can't wait. I love being on stage. I love selling the tickets. I love mopping the floor. Up to 100 people will be allowed to watch indoors, 200 outside. In Texas, Governor Greg Abbott is defending his decision to drop all pandemic restrictions. All the metrics have been lining up to ensure that we are going to be able to open and we're going to be able to open safely and the numbers will continue. President Biden called the decision Neanderthal thinking. Kroger, Macy's, Starbucks and Target say they will continue to require masks in their stores in Texas. The head of Texas Power Grid is out. ERCOT's board members have fired Bill Magnus in the wake of last month's winter storm. He is now the highest ranking official to lose his job after deadly blackouts that left millions of people without electricity and heat for days. Britain's 99-year-old Prince Philip has undergone heart surgery. Correspondent Mark Phillips from London. Buckingham Palace issued a typically terse statement. The Duke of Edinburgh underwent a successful procedure for a pre-existing heart condition, it said. Prince Philip first had treatment for a blocked coronary artery 10 years ago. The palace added the Duke will remain in hospital for treatment and rest and recuperation for a number of days. A day after a report in the Times of London claimed she bullied Kensington Palace staffers, Meghan Markle speaks out in a new clip from her interview with Oprah. I don't know how they could expect that after all of this time, we would still just be silent if there is an active role that the firm is playing in perpetuating falsehoods about us. The full interview airs Sunday on 
CBS. Mixed results for a SpaceX rocket. CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. The Starship pulled off a successful launch and landing, but it exploded a few minutes after touchdown in a spectacular fireball. Totally ripped the prototype apart and spread debris all over the launch site. It was the third explosion in a row for SpaceX's Starship test program, but company founder Elon Musk says the team will press ahead with development of the fully reusable heavy lift rocket. A pop song leads to ecclesiastical fury overseas. This is El Diablo, Cyprus's official entry in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. This annual celebration of, let's face it, pretty schlocky Europop music doesn't normally cause controversy, but the singer here is calling herself the Devil's Angel. And now the Orthodox Church of Cyprus has called for El Diablo to be withdrawn, charging it advocates devil worship. Public sentiment on Cyprus appears divided, but the state broadcaster insists El Diablo stays. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Tiger Woods says he doesn't remember last week's SUV crash in California that left him with serious leg injuries. USA Today says the golf great told sheriff's deputies he had no recollection of driving or how the accident happened. They hope to glean information from the car's black box. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Van Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. I use the internet. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.